Welcome to the English Language Institute of Singapore's podcast series on Classroom Inquiry. I'm your host, Dr. Alison Tan, a lead specialist from Ellis. This is the first episode of a three-part series on the classroom inquiries conducted by the West Zone English Language Network Learning Community, or NLC. In this episode, four teacher leaders from the ELNLC will tell us about their experiences with classroom inquiry. The four teacher leaders are Nora Misnari, Peter Chutatape, Sammuka Marla, and Yusnita Mohammed Taib. Together with eight other colleagues from the NLC, they completed two classroom inquiry projects in 2021 with support from Ellis. They presented the findings of their studies at the West Zone NLC Year-End Symposium in November 2021 and at the Ellis Classroom Inquiry webinar in February 2022. Hello everyone, please introduce yourselves. Hello Alison, I'm Yusnita, an ELE teacher from West Grove Primary School. Hi, I'm Peter, an ELE teacher from Bukit Panjang Primary School. Hello, I'm Mala. I'm an ELD teacher from Princess Elizabeth Primary School. Hello, I'm Nora. I'm a senior teacher from Unity Primary School. Thank you all for talking to us today. Before we begin, could you tell us how many schools and teachers are involved in the West Zone ELNLC? Certainly. The NLC is made up of 12 of us, mostly teacher leaders, from 10 primary schools. The schools represented are Beacon Primary School, Bukit Panjang Primary School, Green Ridge Primary School, Kerming Primary School, Methodist Girls School Primary, Princess Elizabeth Primary School, Unity Primary School, West Grove Primary School, Singnan Primary School, and Yihua Primary School. Thank you for that. Could you tell us more about the NLC and how you got started on Classroom Inquiry? Sure. The West Zone EL NLC was formed in 2019 for two main purposes. One was to grow West Zone teacher leaders' competencies in guiding and mentoring West Zone EL teachers. The other was to improve EL teaching and learning practices in West Zone schools. Back in 2019, Principal Master Teacher Dr. Tay Mei-Yin supported us in this endeavor by providing a guide comprising four steps. The steps were, firstly, diagnose EL teachers' needs based on students' needs. Secondly, inquire into pedagogical solutions to address those needs. Thirdly, organize professional learning opportunities based on the identified needs. And finally, evaluate and review the professional learning. Equipped with this four-step guide, we contacted the EL heads of departments in the West Zone to gather data from their EL teachers about the areas of language learning which their students found challenging. I see. You mentioned gathering data from the EL teachers. How did you go about doing that? We conducted a survey. We asked the ELHODs and their team of level heads, subject heads, and teacher leaders to identify within each area of language learning the component of language which they assess to be a learning need for students as well as teachers. So what did you find out? When the survey results were collated, we found that speaking and representing and listening and viewing were areas of concern. The specific components of language which were challenging for students speaking and representing to fulfill different purposes, and listening and viewing for critical evaluation. Reading and viewing surfaced as another area of concern. My students found close reading and viewing, critical reading, and viewing and appreciation challenging. 
Having identified these areas of concern, what did you do next? Well, in order to come up with pedagogical solutions to address the students' needs, we realized that we had first to build our own knowledge bases and professionalism in these areas. So we consulted Emmeline, the master teacher from Ellis, who was supporting our zonal NLC. She mooted the idea of embarking on a classroom inquiry. Her rationale was that through inquiry, we would build our knowledge bases because we would need to dive deep into the literature relevant to our areas of focus. Through classroom inquiry, we could also explore promising pedagogical interventions. These were compelling reasons for us, so we readily agreed. So that was how you embarked on your inquiries? Yes, that's right, Alison. We decided to form two inquiry project teams to look into the areas of learning identified by the survey. One team focused on oracy and the other focused on reading. Members of the NLC then chose the inquiry team they wished to join based on what they thought was more relevant for their school's needs. After forming the two teams, how did you go about learning how to conduct inquiry? We were well supported by Alice. Each team received the guidance of a master teacher and an ER specialist. Emmeline and specialist Dr. Jonathan Adams supported the Oracy Inquiry team, while you and master teacher Kalpana supported the Reading Inquiry team. When we had questions related to pedagogy or questions related to mentoring or guiding teachers as they implemented the intervention, we turned to the master teachers, Emmeline and Kalpana. They would ask probing questions to deepen our thinking. What do you mean by probing questions? Could you give us some examples? They would ask us questions like, What makes you say that? What is the purpose behind this? Why do you think this is happening? What made you come to that conclusion? Questions like that. I see. What about the EL specialists? How did they help you? The EL specialists? provided us with valuable advice about the process of classroom inquiry and guided us through the stages of inquiry. They also directed us to read research articles related to our areas of inquiry. Yes, I recall that the EL specialist introduced us to Helen Timperley's teacher inquiry and knowledge building cycle. We used the stages outlined in that cycle to undertake our inquiry. Could you elaborate on that, please? Sure. We started off by identifying the knowledge and skills that our students needed. Next, we asked ourselves Timperley's question. What knowledge and skills did we, as teachers, need in order to help our students? Then, we took steps to deepen our professional knowledge by reviewing the literature and discussing how we could refine our skills. As teacher leaders, we also asked ourselves how we could guide our colleagues with the knowledge and skills we had gained, so that they would be able to help their students close their learning gaps. Then, we planned how we would engage students in new learning experiences to help them learn the knowledge and skills they needed. Finally, we examined the impact of our change teaching practice on students' learning so that we could identify the learning needs of our students and begin the next cycle of inquiry. It sounds like the teacher inquiry and knowledge building cycle helped to structure your inquiry. 
in the next two episodes, we will invite you back to tell us more about the collaborative classroom inquiries you conducted, one in oracy and one in reading. For now, thank you, Nora, Marla, Yusnita, and Peter, for providing us with the background of the West Zone ELNLC and your classroom inquiries. Yes, sure. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. You're welcome. We've come to the end of the first episode of our podcast series titled Learning from Inquiry as a Zonal NLC. This podcast was hosted by me, Dr. Alison Tan, a lead specialist from Ellis. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.